out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the age of between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your hosts, Shandara Peschel and Steven Zhao, together with the Express Yourself Star on Air team. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. Now, here's Shondara Pachau and Steven Zhao to kick off the fun. Hello, and welcome to our program, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao, and we are your teen hosts. We are so excited to once again announce that this program, Express Yourself, is the number one top-rated radio show in the world and on the network, and we have you, our dedicated listeners, to thank. Our gratitude goes to all of you for spreading the word and the links and tuning in every week to express yourself. We are Teens Talk and the world listens. So today's show is about the wonderful world of art. We will be showcasing two amazingly versatile artists. Um, world-renowned plein air artist Armand Cabrera, who splits his time between painting fine art and computer games art, and Leslie Schwartz, who spends most of her time in South Africa and uses various media to capture images from elephants to motorbikes. Also showcased in today's program, as usual, are two field reporters. This week, we have Nicole Eubanks in Florida with her Health Beat program talking about how art is healthy for us and Rachel Glass from Oregon with Making a Difference. Mm -hmm. We also want to announce that Express Yourself with many of our on-air stars will be presenting two live radio broadcasts at the Moraga Fair. Go to our website at www.btsya for more info. Our thank you to Arindo, Arinda Auto Detail, a true vehicle appearance specialist, and Keegan Productions, producing high-quality videos for sponsoring our booth. You'll be there, Stephen, organizing the entire broadcast sessions, right? Yep, I'll be managing all the sound equipment in the back of the room. And uh, notice just came from producer. I'm apparently playing my guitar. Uh, did not know that. At least I'm not singing. I'll say that much. <laughs> you guys, for anyone who comes visit, you'll see the rest of our team there. I believe some other people are going to be uh, playing the violin and singing and 
well, just come and visit and you'll see what's going on. We invite the general public to stop by and record their own short promo or bring their own mi- musical instruments. We'll record with you and we'll produce a s- pretty high quality version of the song for you. For more information on dates and times, visit www.btsya.com and click on events. If you want to pre-schedule a recording session, email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. The tax deductible donation is only $20 to participate. Jacqueline, I hope you are coming. Um, I don't know. I think I have some midterms that week, but maybe just to hear you sing, Stephen. Okay, I could be honored, but please don't do that just for me. <laughs> I'm sure you have your own midterms to study for <clears throat> college people. Yes, I do. Nothing against college people, though. Yeah, Jacqueline, I mean, you really have to leave Stanford for a day. Just come to this event. We're shooting video or something like that. <laughs> okay, I will try my best to make it. But for now, let's go to our HealthBeat reporter, Nicole Eubanks, to see what RC health tips she has for all of us this week. Hey, Nicole, how is it in Florida right now? It's like really, you know, sunny and warm and stuff. How are you guys doing? We would say also the same. sunny it's, and warm. Yeah, except it was hailing a few days ago. Really? <laughs> yeah, not great weather. <laughs> it's like yeah, the in the hundreds weather. here. It's crazy hot here. I feel like the entire nation is going through a heat wave right now. Or the more reason <laughs> to draw some art. Wait, that doesn't really make sense. Pretend no. that connection exists, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nicole, what do you have for us this week? All right, so life can be full of stress, you know, between school tests, exams, colleges, home life, you know, out of school activities, your social life, things can just really get out of control. And there are a lot of ways to treat your stress like, you know, bubble baths and yoga and all that good stuff. But art actually relieves stress levels. Um, Art promotes self-esteem, confidence, and it's therapeutic. And another plus to this activity is that you can do it with your friends and family. Basically, art triggers the whole right side of your brain, which is where your creativity is, along with empathy, trust, and even your ability to remember faces. Activating your creativity helps you bring your brain to full potential. Like I said, you're using the right side, and it's also good for you because this side of your brain refreshes you. It gives your left side a break. While painting, drawing, or whatever form of art you like to do, you give your mind a kind of a break to be free and compose your thoughts with something other than words. Illustrating your emotions empowers your creativity, and you just don't have to paint or anything like that to receive your luxuries either. Just the simple thing of just going to a museum or hanging artwork around your house gives you a chance to stop overthinking and, and admire your environment. Um, everybody says a picture is worth a thousand words and you can gaze at works of art whenever you do that you kind of understand the artist's perspective and maybe if you like release your art around people can understand your perspective too if you aren't a fan of painting or drawing um, you could also do photography because it can tell an emotion, a time, it can show a vibe, express life, and display a sight that you may not even see again. It captures little moments in life that you don't want to forget. And lastly, it is so good to get yourself out there and try new things. So you may enjoy painting or sculpting or photography, so just try the new things and it could help you get, it can help you way more than you can even know. 
So basically, instead of spending thousands of dollars on expensive therapy sessions, we should go paint a picture of a cat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, that's okay. I'm not trying to make it a joke, but yes, that's actually really great advice for how art can be therapeutic. One quick question, though, you mentioned early on something about right side of brain and left side. Do you want to try to explain that to us? Well, the left side of your brain basically does like everything. It controls logic, your reason, and even numbers. So it definitely gets tired, you know, after a long day of school or math or, you know, whatever your homework is. So definitely very tiring. I can say that right now. My left side of the brain is probably groaning in pain. (laughs) Does it matter, say, where you compose your art, Nicole? Actually, it doesn't. You can, you know, do it wherever you want, but you should definitely stick to a place where you feel comfortable and where you have good inspiration. That's definitely true. I mean, I don't know. I think it's uh, very awesome to draw art in like a nature place where there's a lot of free space around. But at the same time, people have that therapeutic feeling even if they're sitting in their room and in front of a computer and talking into a microphone like right now. <laughs> exactly. So do you always paint nature scenes or what is it exactly that you focus on in terms of your subjects? Well, I mean, I just like doodle in class. That's me. I don't really. Oh, I, don't really, I think like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, doodling. But Our if classroom I'm, assignments are filled with pictures of weird, sh- weirdly shaped elephants. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, if I'm bored, I guess I'll just draw something. But now that I think about it, I do kind of feel more, you know, like calm after I do it. So, Nicole, this question goes to you and later to Jacqueline also. What do you guys define as art? What do you do you think it's anything that requires creativity or is it specifically using our hands to do something? What do you guys think? I think it's just something that I think it's different for each person. It's just based on their own opinion, like. I mean, it's just everybody likes their own thing and, you know, art is different to everyone. Mm -hmm, Exactly. I feel like, um, I think the one main prerequisite for art is expressivity. If it allows you to express something, so that can be, you know, music or traditionally what we think of art in terms of painting, things like that, dance, just these are all forms of expression. Whereas I was actually um, thinking about this the other day. I feel like, Art requires creativity, um, but there are other outlets for creativity that aren't necessarily artistic. For example, I feel like sometimes math problems take creativity, like in terms of how you manipulate equations to solve it. But I think the, the focus of art itself is that it allows you to express yourself. Wow. Math is a form of art. My teacher would love me yeah, to well, say that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Interpreted that way, so like Nicole says, um, it's really what you make of it. Yeah, well, but I think just stating the obvious, your answer was way better than mine. <laughs> no, but I mean, realistically, it's it depends on who you are and you know what your perspectives are. I think I'm still hung up on the math thing. So if math is or, a, no, I'm saying doing math is therapeutic. I should go through numbers. Like, <laughs> art involves expression, not necessarily, and then. Art involves um, expression at the most basic level and then creativity at a higher level. So if something's expressive, it's definitely art. If something's creative, it may or may not be art. Mm -hmm. So how do you guys think it's, uh, how do you guys think art is a form of that expression? Do you think it's easy to let out emotions in a drawing or in some kind of sculpture? 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely, I think art can be used to let out emotions and, like you said, to really give us a chance to express ourselves in ways that's not just words or in math, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a lot easier for some people to just, you know, like illustrate what they're feeling than just to try and put it into words. Yeah, yeah definitely exactly. agreed. Nicole, or maybe what one, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Or maybe what one defines as art is um, what medium you find you can express yourself in is maybe what you would define as art to you. Nicole, do you have any closing words as to exactly just how wonderful arts uh, uh, inf- influences on general health? Well, I think that if you are bored and you're stressed out from school or if you're bored of doing your homework, you can just draw stick figures on the side and you will actually be relieving yourself without even knowing it. So I thought it was pretty cool. Definitely. Thanks, That's Nicole. Awesome. Okay, so thanks, Nicole. We'll look forward to more of your healthy segments on future shows as all of us teens really want and need to stay healthy. We have to take a break right now, but when we return, artist Armand Cabrera will join us from the beautiful Virginia. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao, and you are listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, links, gossip, I guess, and more at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends, join our party, do everything it takes to keep in touch. Don't go away, and we'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. 
Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey there, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Steven Zhao. And I'm Jacqueline Tao, and we are your teen hosts. Award-winning self-taught artist Armand Cabrera is a full-time oil painter enjoying the challenges of painting the four seasons on the East Coast. He's represented by galleries across the United States. In addition to his fine art career, Armand has spent two decades as a successful production artist in the computer games and entertainment industry, creating conceptual designs, background art, and special effects animation and storyboarding. His clients include Lucasfilm Games, Disney, Zynga, Electronic Arts, Virgin Entertainment, Nickelodeon, Microsoft, and Paramount Pictures. That was a lot. (laughs) Armand has had numerous one-man exhibitions, and his work is found in notable corporate and private collections all around the world. He's been juried into numerous prestigious competitions where he has been honored with top awards. He also writes weekly informative articles about his painting process, the business of art, and historical artists on his very popular blog. Check him out at artandinfluence.blogspot.com. He teaches studio, playing air, and computer e-classes a few times a year. Wow, so accomplished. So why don't we just talk to him and find out the rest from him himself. Hello and welcome Armand to Express Yourself Teen Radio. Hello. Hey Armand, before we go into the questions, one quick thing as I was reading about your biography. Can you list some of the games you've done the design art for? Because I, okay, I'm not a heavy duty gamer, but I know a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a real big gamer either, but um, I started off with Lucasfilm and I worked on the original Star Wars uh, Nintendo games. So the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and then the Super Nintendo games, we redid the versions of them. And then I also worked on a lot of the early X-Wing series. So X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, X-Wing Alliance, Balance of Power, um, stuff like that. So basically, teams around the world have seen your art and design at some point or another in video games. Uh, possibly, yeah. The, uh, you know, the the bigger games I worked on are getting a little old now. I, I mostly work for small companies. Okay, that's now. nice. But um, yeah, the, the the big games that I worked on, I probably stopped working for uh, big games around two thousand. So, oh, I see. Hey, you, hey, you mentioned that you're working on a new Facebook game. Do you want to tell us about that? You know, um, I'm under uh, what's called a non-disclosure agreement, which ah. is a, called the NDA. Yes, and so I've what about I can those. tell you is, is that I'm working for a company called 40 Humans, and it's with my old boss and partner, Larry Holland, who developed the X-Wing series for LucasArts. And, uh, but I can't really talk about the game. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll just oh, wait until bad. it comes out. We'll play it ourselves after it's out. Um, so you mentioned, we mentioned earlier that you had been to a lot of juried competitions. So could you tell us a little bit about what exactly that entails and how it works? Sure. Jury competitions, um, are held all over the country and basically it's a way for artists to get some recognition. And so what you do is you apply by sending in some samples of your work and they have a jury uh, of usually established artists that pick the participants 
for the show. And then the show usually has prizes that um, once they have the show, uh, somebody picks the prizes and they usually have like a first, second or third place for them. Oh, wow. Well, it's very clear that you are a very accomplished artist, Amand. And uh, actually, seeing as it's th- this show is about for- about and for teens, just wondering, let's jump back to how you started as an artist. What did you? What made you decide to become one? You know, I drew from a very early age. Um, pro- the first thing I remember doing when I uh, the earliest memory memory I have is about three or four years old, and I remember drawing, and. Um, I drew for quite a while. I didn't paint. And then at 15, um, my mom got me a set of paints and I started painting. And of course, you know, I was a 15 year old boy. So all I wanted to paint was like monsters and Conan and superheroes and all that stuff. And so I started Just doing all that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Where did you go from there then, Oman? Did you go to art school? Did, how did you get your first basically participation in professional art? I did not. You know, my family was very um, blue collar. Um, unfortunately, my dad died when I was really young, when, when I was 13. And so my mom uh, took care of us. And I have five brothers and sisters, so I kind of helped raise them growing up. But um, I didn't go to art school. I just worked. Um, and so it took me quite a while to decide to become an artist. Uh, there was a lot of pressure from my family to not do it because they thought that um, you couldn't make a living as an artist. Too many people say that. I doubt it's really that true. <laughs> you know, here's what I tell people, because I, I go around and talk to people a lot about this. And if you broaden the term, what, what an artist is, so it's not just painting pictures for museums. If you look at anything you can think of, like from your computer to the clothes you wear, to the shoes you wear, to the cars you see or the house you live in, somebody had to visualize that. Mm-hmm. And that took, and, and most likely it was an artist that was paid to do that. So in that sense, there's a lot of jobs that require somebody to visualize things for them so that they can build them. And so I think there's a lot of jobs for artists if mm-hmm. if you don't take the traditional you know sense of the word. No, definitely. I don't know very much about being an artist myself, but I feel like a lot of people get hung up in the idea that artists are lonely people who sit in the corner of a room and draw pictures and then sell them. And I, I mean, just from the people I've talked to, that's definitely not true. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, there's a lot of interaction. You interact with your clients a lot and you interact with customers. And then you also, you know, you form bonds with other artists. Um, it can be lonely when you're in crunch time or you're working on heavy deadlines and you just got to keep your nose to the grindstone. But other than that, um, yeah, it's not as lonely as I think people say it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've taken on a lot of different types of art jobs. So I'm wondering, kind of throughout the course of your career, have you seen um, a rise in the amount of tech-related art jobs that you're taking on? Because I know that we're, I mean, nowadays, everything's basically tech-related and there are games and whatnot. Sure. I think um, when I started in the games industry, games had just switched over from, I don't know if you guys remember this, but, you know, remember Pong and Asteroids? I've heard Those of them, very but I'm simple not games playing. with cursors. They were just little ter- cursors and dots. Oh, they had yeah. switched over from that to painted backgrounds, and they were doing games like Loom and Monkey Island and things like that. 
And so they needed people to paint backgrounds for them. And when we started, originally we would paint them, we would actually physically paint the backgrounds and then scan them into the computer. But within just a few years now, uh, after that, um, everything became digital and everything was painted in Photoshop or Corel Painter. And, and now very few people work what I call traditionally, where they have a physical object that they make. Most people work in the computer, including me. And a lot of things have become 3D, not just 2D. Mm -hmm. So what does a normal workday look like for you? Um, it depends on what I'm working on. If I'm working for computer stuff, I have a studio in the a basement of my house. It's a walkout basement, so I can actually get some sunlight down here once in a while. But um, I'll just come down to the computer, and I have a list of things I need to work on for the client, and I'll do that. If I'm working for the galleries, what I'll do is um, I'll go out and paint. I actually paint on location a lot. And that's, I, I try to um, do those things so that I'm not doing too much of one thing at any time, you know, because it's nice to have a little variety so you don't go stir crazy. Mm -hmm. are you, right, exactly. Are you licensed by a contract or are you actually a freelance artist? I'm a freelancer now. Okay. In, in, when I was younger, um, I worked in-house for Lucasfilm and Electronic Arts and uh, Totally Games. But um, I did that for about 12 years. And then when I moved to Virginia, uh, I focused on my painting quite a bit. And But people kept asking me to, to work on projects. And so I set up a studio and I decided to start working on projects again. And so I just freelance now. So throughout the course of your career, you've kind of experienced what it's like to freelance as well as what it's like to be under contract. So which one do you think is better? Which one do you prefer? Um, without getting in too much trouble here, I, I, I like being a freelancer. <laughs> it's not for everyone because you have to have a lot of discipline to set your own hours because there's a lot of distractions. You know, your friends come over because you're home. And they think that, oh, it's like you don't really have a job. It's But you do. You just work from home. So mm -hmm. you have to be very disciplined and make sure you get the jobs done. Otherwise, the jobs will dry up because nobody will work with you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I get the feeling it's smarter to do freelancing after you had quite a bit of experience and you're much older and more mature. I think that's true. I, yeah. I think, you know, maybe um, – not me. When I was younger, I wasn't that disciplined. But um, I think some people can be disciplined early on. But for me, it was definitely worked out that it's better as an older person to freelance. Mm -hmm. Hey, Amon, so we have probably have a lot of uh, teens listening to the show who want to be their own artist. Uh, to close up your interview, what do you like to say anything to these teenagers? What do you have to inspire them to be an artist and what directions they can take? Sure. I mean, I think... If you're interested in the arts now, because of technology and because of all the things that are going on with, uh, you know, uh, programs like digital painting, uh, Photoshop and Corel Painter and 3D printers now. So you can design things and actually print out a prototype of it for fairly cheap on your own without having to be a big company. I think there's a lot of opportunities for people who are who visualize, who are artists. And so... If you learn how to draw and paint representationally, which means you make it look like something as opposed to what I call non-objective art, which is abstract painting, which is more sort of museum painting and gallery painting, I think there's lots of opportunities uh, for people to get into video games or movie production or television production or fashion 
or car design mm -hmm. or toy, toy design, lots of stuff. Armand, thank you so much for joining us here today. To our listeners, to find out more about him, go to www.armandcabrera.com or read his blog at rninfluence.blogspot.com. Again, Armand, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you both yeah, thank so, you much. so much. Thank you, um, Stephen. Thank you, Jacqueline. Yeah, sure. When we return, we will meet another artist who began her love of art as a school teacher in South Africa. Leslie Shorts joins us in the next segment. My name is Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Stephen Tao. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit us online at btsya8.com. We'll be back in a bit. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Added Preservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with with us here at Voice America Kids, our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Stephen Tao, and our names rhyme, apparently. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. We are your team hosts today, if you're just tuning in. Today's program is Express Yourself about art and artists. In our last segment, we interviewed playing air and computer artist Armand Cabrera from Virginia. 
And in this segment, we are going to be interviewing Leslie Schwartz, who was born in Oakland, California, went to university in Arkansas, and spent most of her adult life in countries such as South Africa. Today, she is actually in Colorado, and through the miracle of technology, she's on our program. Leslie taught in elementary schools for 15 years during her years in Zimbabwe and Botswana. Leslie experienced the most satisfaction by instilling in her students an appreciation of creative expression through art. Leslie returned to California in 2003 and enjoys experimenting with different media, using photographs and observations for inspiration. Not wanting to be limited to one particular medium, Leslie uses oils, pastels, acrylics, pen, and graphite. Her subjects range from trees and elephants to garlics and motorbikes. Leslie's work is exhibited at the Moraga Art Gallery. We are here to invite Leslie to the show. Uh, really grateful that you're able to talk to us, Leslie. Oh, it's great to be here. So, Leslie, how did your years living in South Africa affect your art? Obviously, that's not something everyone does. So I imagine it must have had quite an impact on what you do right now. Um, as far as the subject matter and the way I do the art, it's... I wouldn't say I did live for 23 years, um, not so much South Africa, but Zimbabwe and Botswana. Mm -hmm. Only went to South Africa on a holiday. I don't know. I, I don't think as far as the art that my my art is influenced, it, it's just um, living there has made me who I am. And art so what, is just part of who I am. So what did you learn and about yourself at South Africa then after living there for so many years? Gosh, that's a that's a hard question. I think <laughs> going back and forth and coming back here and into this country, it just sort of um, made me appreciate other countries a whole lot more. Or do you feel like your artistic sensibilities stem more from your own personality, maybe, rather than like the environment that you're in? I I think so. I think as I'm getting older and older, um, that I'm getting more observant and more appreciative of the scenery. I wish that I had done a whole lot more art when I was in Zimbabwe and Botswana because the vegetation and the peoples are so different. Um, but I only only in like the last 10 years have, have started looking at trees and flowers and plants and, and buildings in a whole new light because mm -hmm. I've had more time to do the art as opposed to teaching full time. I needed the art. The art has sort of helped me fill the void of not living in um, and teaching and working with children and the whole culture in um, Botswana and Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it sounds like you feel like you've really come to a phase in your life where you can focus on art rather than a lot of the other t activities that we have to engage in when we're younger. So um, how do you feel this came to be or what was the transition like? It was really difficult to decide, well, not to decide, but to come to terms with living for the rest of my life here without having hankerings to go back. Um, so the art did the art and the community and getting involved because I'm in a cooperative art gallery in, in a town called Moraga. Um, it's helped me to be a part of the community and get to know people there. And be, because before it was difficult to feel a part of this culture and this community because um, friendships aren't as easy to form as they are overseas, I think. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, Sorry, tell us about the uh, gallery that you mentioned. What are you doing currently on a day-to-day basis with your art? Well, when I'm not substitute teaching, I'll, I'll be working on maybe four or five different art projects. And being in the art gallery, uh, there's about 14 of us. 
And being it's a cooperative, we try to run it as a business and make it successful for each one of us and promote each other's art. There's fuse glass artists and um, photographers, as well as the wall artists, which I am one of. So these pieces, are you uh, contracted to make them or is it just what you want to, what do you want to paint personally? Uh, it's, a, it's a personal choice that we change the art around every 10 or 11 weeks. We get juried in um, on our different aspects of our art. And it does put a bit more pressure on because like every 10 or 11 weeks, I need, I would like to be able to hang new work up on the walls. Mm-hmm, definitely. Before, before that, I wasn't under any pressure. It was more like whenever I felt like it. Now it's like, I really need to use my time wisely to to discipline myself and and not just churn out the art, but enjoy it and, and make sure it, it's still a fun kind of productive thing instead of a chore, which I don't think it ever would be. <laughs> um, yep. I'm not really painting or drawing to please an audience. And I've learned a whole lot about like the, the displaying because I've I've been told that I'm sort of all over the place. You know, I'm not focusing on oils or graphite or pen and ink, but a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I've done batiking as well. And, and I've been told that not, try to try to center into to one thing. Maybe you should just stick to painting trees for a while or <laughs> do one subject at a time instead of all the rest. And I haven't mm-hmm. been able to be that disciplined. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Do you ever combine these various mediums in one work? Yeah, I've done the graphite with pen and ink, and I've done watercolor with the ink. And just recently, what's in the gallery right now, I, I take a lot of photographs usually and use composition of them and not just one, and, and also do the still lives together. But what I did recently is I tore the pieces of the photographs and glued them onto a canvas and then match the colors with oil and try to make it all like flow together, trees and, and springtime flowers and moraga and roads and people's gardens and gutters and steps and make it sort of a cohesive mass. And it turned mm-hmm. out pretty well. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, Leslie, so let's jump back a little bit and let's talk about um, your early experience in art. Do you want to tell us about how you first got inspired to participate in this type of in art, artistic culture or anything that first got you interested in art? Well, I know when I was uh, teaching and, and the kids were saying, well, if you weren't a, a teacher, what would you want to be? And I said, well, when I grow up, I want to, uh, I want to illustrate children's books. Um, but um, that's not, you know, maybe in a decade or two that'll happen. But um, just in general, what first inspired you to become in, to become interested in art? Okay, well, it was when I was when I was teaching, and and I would teach all the different subjects of the different different classes, and and I I don't think the children I was teaching actually knew that teaching art was my favorite. So it was like I got to live through their art, and they would, especially the older children who were 12, 13 year olds that I was teaching. Um, I got they were able to design dramatics uh, play sets and decorate the school hall and do all sorts of murals and I would be inspired by them and so it was always ongoing but I always wanted to be able to do that on my own so 
that was always mm-hmm. part of my life, but you know, the math and the English were always part of it as well. What was your first experience with professional art and painting? The professional was when I when I got to be accepted into the gallery. And right now I'm still sort of, it's, I'd like to expand and I've got a website now as, as Cynthia probably told you. And I wanna be able to expand into other galleries and learn, maybe take some classes. And uh, I learn a lot from the magazines I subscribe to and, and books that I look at. Mm-hmm. Hey, so um, Leslie, as a successful artist yourself, uh, one of the biggest questions that we always have is, what would you say to the teenagers listening to the show who want to be an artist? Do you have any words of wisdom for them? Well, my um, my daughter is actually doing um, an art degree at the moment, and um, I would always encourage her to be the artist, be full of expression, and always be ready to experiment with any medium that she wants to, media that she wants to use. Um, but also, it's a it's a hard field to get into. So I would say. Um, and have mm-hmm. a, a different a different job. Like she would also like to be a, a veterinarian technician. So I say, well, we'll do that as well, and also be able to have art as as part of your life too, not just exactly one. Yeah, just like what you've achieved. Achieved, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Okay, you well, have to have you have to be diversified. You have to right maybe have two or three careers at the same time to fulfill all the different needs in this current um, job market. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Leslie, so much for sharing with us your story. And I hope that it's been able to inspire maybe some of the young people out there who um, want to pursue their artistic passions as well. So again, thanks so much for taking the time to share your artistic choices with us here on Express Yourself, where teens sing and the world listens. For more well, information, thank you so much for for inviting me. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much, Stephen and Jacqueline. Yeah. Um, for more information on Leslie's arts, visit www.leslieswartzart.com. Com. Leslie's work is also exhibited at the Moraga Art Gallery, www.moragaartgallery.com. So it's time for a break. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Stephen Zhao. Best of success for you, Leslie. And our listeners, you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit us online at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao, and we are the team hosts for the show. This has been a really colorful show with our artist guests, Oman Cabrera and Leslie Schwartz. Now we all have to go to our reporter. All the way in Oregon, Rachel Glass with Making a Difference. Welcome, Rachel. Hi. Rachel, what are you going to talk about today? I wanted to talk about, um, since this week's theme is art, how art isn't just like paintings and drawings, like art forms can be like art can be found in a bunch of different forms. That is really on topic is just a couple of segments ago, we were joking about how artists have this uh, image of sitting in the back of a room and painting uh-huh. pictures all day long. Exactly. <laughs> not true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what do you have for us? Um, well, firstly, why I wanted to talk about this is because my two best friends are like so incredibly naturally artistic. Like they, you know, they doodle these amazing things in class. And like, for me, I'm not artistic at all. Like, you know, art is just not my thing, just not my brain system, but I'm really good at like calligraphy and stuff. And so that got me thinking how other people are different in other art forms, like such as dance. Or even, like, um, I'm really interested in, like, graffiti and tattoos. Like, that to me is, like, two of the most, like, coolest, like, most beautiful art forms. And, um, like, as for tattoos, I'm <laughs> kind of weird, but I look at pictures of tattoos on the internet all the time just because I think they're so cool. And, you know, we I don't... judging you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to judge you. Trying not to... <laughs> no, and, like, That's I know joking. what you mean. Um, I think tattoos, if they're meaningful and special, they're something that is art, you know, just uh, like a young kid, you know, running out right when they turn 18 and getting a random flower somewhere. I don't think you can consider that art, but some people, you know, if they have something that's really like special to themselves, it just becomes like this beautiful thing. And a lot of, um, tattoo art is very, um, abstract, you know, so it doesn't 
you know, it's not just like words that mean something. It's all these like pictures that go together that are just really meaningful and tell a whole story. Mm-hmm. And I do you have to, I do not. And see, like for me, I would love to get a tattoo, but I, nothing has really come to me that really means that much that I want to put permanently on my body, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and then um, something else interesting, there are these new tattoos that they're like, they're called white tattoos. And they basically, they kind of look like scars, like raised scars, and you could see them um, under black light. And I think those, I think that's real. It's kind of a new thing, I think. And I think that's like super cool and very It is so cool. Honestly, I don't see in normal daylight. Sorry. um, Like I said, I think in normal daylight, they look like a scars, kind of. And then when you're under a black light, they like glow, you know? And so I think that's really cool. And I haven't really done a lot of research on that. So I don't know exactly what it is or if it's just like, one of my favorite shows is So You Think You Could Dance, which is, you know, a typical uh, competition show that has to do with dancing. And the reason why I like it is because it is very artistic. And the reason I say that is, for example, um, this one dance that I will never forget um, literally brought me and my mom to tears, like just watching, like having dance uh, provoke emotion like that. I feel like that's like such an art form to have to do that because that's the same thing goes with other art forms like paintings, you know, it evokes emotion. So, so I guess it's an art. Hmm. Yeah, no, totally. And I think um, it's hard to, you know, define art. And I think it's kind of up to the individual what they want to think is art. But for me personally, I think something that could, you know, bring like emotions out of people you know just by viewing something i think that's what makes art it's like you read my mind we actually asked that question to our hosts and our other field reporter earlier in the show really yeah and i was about to ask you the same question but you answered it (laughs) what other forms of art do you know of that have this theme of making a difference um well like i mentioned before is graffiti which i think a lot of people um when they think of graffiti they have the connotation of you know something bad that you know someone was shady you know, characters ruining and property and that is a lot of the cases but some graffiti is also found in like beautiful murals and things um in my town where i live there's this bridge and under the bridge there is the coolest graffiti ever and like i have so many pictures of it on my phone and just to to me that you know is totally art that's someone you know taking some not you know purposely doing something mean but you know taking their own feelings and experiences and mm-hmm. making know, their spray paint you know yeah. <laughs> and i know there are cases actually where the city what they hire artists to kind of decorate the walls in that sense obviously not in offensive mm-hmm. places but like you said you know more pr- public and uh, kind of um, run down place they might actually do something like that in order to make it really artistic instead of using uh more rude crude types of yeah graffiti. <laughs> exactly and i think that's kind of a new thing too that people are viewing graffiti in a different way like as art you know and so exactly what you said people are hiring like paying people to do graffiti <laughs> definitely so rachel one of the great things about having you as a field reporter is that you're all the way up in oregon and as a freshman in college you get these new experiences on what college means for students oh yes what, what experiences do you have about art in college either majoring in art or just in general um well like I said before I'm not very artistic so that is not my forte but I did um in in your first term as a freshman at University of Oregon you take um 
of FIG, which is a freshman interest group, and it kind of puts you in random classes. And my FIG was a creativity FIG because I really like creative writing and such. And they put me in an arts and human values class. And at first I was like, oh no, like I'm going to have to take an art class and draw. Like this is going to be awful. But it turned out to be um, about, you know, viewing art and literally art and human values, like seeing how people's you know, morals and values and their culture show through in different types of art. And it actually turned out to be really interesting and something, you know, I could really relate to, to other aspects of art. Mm-hmm. Any specific examples? Um, yeah, I'm sure I have one. Rack your mind. You can find it. Use your kind of abilities. Term. I know. First term. It's been a while. <laughs> um, if you don't have anything that comes to mind, you have. I'm sorry, I can't think of anything. Off that's the top fine. Of my head. <laughs> what about any student clubs or organizations you participated in that requires the use of art in that sense? Um, I'm not really involved with much art things, but like for my sorority and stuff, I do have to do um just simple things like making posters and stuff, and also just kind of writing and being able to make legible bubble letters and that kind of thing and making posters in such a way to, you know, make someone want to look at it and want to read it. You know, that's a big part of it. Cause if you just have a boring little poster, no one's even going to bother to read it in the first place. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess uh, art can be used in, stu- in college in that sense also for making posters and uh, promoting different oh, clubs. Exactly. A lot of, um, I would say promoting is a lot of it that people would use their art- certain artistic abilities for mm-hmm. to grab people's mm-hmm. attention. So Jacqueline, you, yeah. uh, sorry, actually, Rachel, do you have any other yeah. stories for us about making a difference in art? Just any other connections we can make? We still have some time left. Um, making a difference in art. Well, I guess, um, or actually I do have a story, just something cool for the arts and humans values class that I was talking about. We had to do a paper about just an artist and stuff, which seems like a very mundane project. But my professor let me do a paper about my best friend, because like I said, my best friend is an artist, and that was really fun. I got to do um, a 10-page research paper about my best friend and her artistic abilities, and part of the paper was uh, relating art to all the different aspects. You know, you can relate every painting you see, or every, not just a painting, but every piece of art, you can relate to the um, author's, you know, political views, cultural cultural views like what gender they are you can kind of see through their piece of art and it's actually just really interesting how much like you can learn about an artist by viewing their art just a certain way kind of more in depth other than just looking at it you know definitely like taking certain themes for it and that's actually really like interesting for me as someone who's not into you know typical art yeah, and I feel like even, for example, after having gone to college, one's perspective might change and the things that you might find artistic or the things that you might find go with your taste or that don't anymore, they just change a lot. I mean, I feel like something even like what TV shows you watch or what kind of, you know, whether you prefer like Disneyland or Disney World, that was really random, but things like that, <laughs> I feel like they even change across the across the course of one's own life, not only... Yeah across different people yeah mm-hmm. what about art and making a difference in the world in general not just on the college scale uh mm-hmm. obviously we talk about different ways to change the world but i think uh, there's a little bit of hidden treasure in using the subtle nature subtle nature of art to do that yeah i think art can be a way to um uh persuade people you know and to get people to think a certain way or to see a certain thing so maybe 
So that can go along with making a difference. You know, if you're trying to get your point across, instead of maybe just speaking about it, making, um, like, say you were trying to present something to an audience about, like, a volunteer stuff, making a PowerPoint. Oh, that's another thing about our, all the technology that we have right now, like PowerPoint and, uh, you know, Adobe Illustrator. You can do, like, some really cool visual effects with things. Definitely changing the world of art. Oh, yeah, totally. Technology is a huge part of it. Yeah, definitely. That's so cool. Thanks so much for joining us and for sharing your stories about art. Um, so thanks to Star Style Productions for producing the show. Thanks to our guests from across the globe. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. For more fun stories written by teens, pick up a copy of Be The Star You Are for Teens at www.bethestarur.com. I'm Steven Zhao, one of your co-hosts for the program, and it's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing show, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to answer your questions. So email us at btsya at rateteenradio at gmail.com. Again, that's btsya teenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressiveteenradio.com and our creative community site at www.btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with the charity, buy books and t-shirts at our store, and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. Thanks again for joining us, and until next week, remember to express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself